0: Hello. DB, I've heard you've just been a fang in a new Audi, and it's one of those extra fun ones with an S in the name. What is it, and what's it going to do for the Aussie market?
1: Uh, It is the SQ7. It's a seven-seater SUV-shaped suv shaped it is undoubtedly, as you mentioned, it's got an S in the in in the, in the numbers and letters for it. So that means it's a sports model. A Fang is perhaps a little bit um, aggressive. I think a, a Grand Tour is more of what how I would describe it. Uh, really, where
0: did, where would you go on your Grand Tour?
1: Well, we went into Canberra and then drove it up to Tumut, mainly on the Snowy Mountains Highway. Uh, at this time of the year, it was uh, of course. Uh, quite uh, warmish uh, in doing there but uh, a clearly a lovely sort of uh, australian touring road not open plains but more twisty sections which made it rather nice
0: right uh, too much just uh, west of canberra but it's i from from my my memory there's a whole heap of mountains in the way so i'm guessing that that was it was um, a twisty bit of fun it's not 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 exactly a shortcut
1: uh, no, no, there was a section particularly after we left uh, Anna where it uh, got quite twisty. I think that was its twistiest bits, but the rest of it tended to be well not f- yeah f- almost flowing corners uh ones that perhaps in a European sense or certainly in any motorway sense would be rather tight but in reality in the Australian sense they were somewhat flowing corners,
0: right so. Uh, now you're not in a. You weren't exactly in a, uh, a little convertible, were you? No,
1: no. It is an SUV. It weighs two point two tons. It is a seven seater, as I said, and uh, clearly an SUV shape. Uh, but uh, really, it is uh, aiming very much at away from the four wheel drive market to the really the uh, touring market, the one that performs particularly well on bitumen roads.
0: Right. So. I'm guessing it, it's not a, a soft, wallowy kind of ride like you might expect in a, a big SUV. Maybe they've they've uh, what do they they tweaked the suspension a little bit? Have they? Uh, a
1: is uh, an understatement. Certainly, in the old style, it would have to be very gentle touring if you're taking um, uh, an SUV of uh, a few years ago. Uh, and if you had the family in there that might not be ideal or confidence building uh, but have they tweaked the suspension you wouldn't imagine how much they've do it now one one of it of course there is an optional driving dynamics package with it three things a sports differential okay you might sound okay all wheel steering now that's getting pretty good hmm now you go back to the old Mazdas had that in many days past and electromechanical active roll stabilization right it basically means they've got sort of electric uh engines powering that sort of twist the roll bars both front and back Depending on your circumstances, and depending on how it's handling and what sort of road it is, and so on.
0: Right, right. so so the roll bars, which are usually just you know simple mechanical things to, to stop the car rolling too much, have hmm. got some motors whacked on them, and it, it what actively hmm. tries to counteract the roll of the car, does it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Key. So so does that mean it's just dead level no matter what you do to it?
1: I wouldn't say no matter what you do to it, but. <laughs> Certainly, not only is it dead level, but one of the great features of it was that it took away a lot of the, what I would call, plough understeer, where it, you, you, a big car like that particularly has that feeling that it wants to just
0: plough straight ahead. Yeah, just because there's so much weight to it, the inertia just, you know, it doesn't want to turn. No. Does it? When you when you want to turn and it doesn't. No. Which can the, be an awkward feeling. Uh, yes, a certain pit of the stomach
1: type feeling, <laughs> so and all all-wheel steering in part of it. Which, of course, if you're at slow speeds, and in fact, I think it reduces the turning circle by about a meter. Uh, it it turns the wheels in the opposite direction, but if you're at flowing speeds, it turns the wheels in the same direction. That is, the front goes you know points to the left, so does the back, and and vice versa. But and that's standard. That's pretty well. I think if you go way back to the Mazda days, that's how it worked. So it's very clever, and it's taking into account where you are, Uh, and not the least of which I think it's got an air, you know, an air adaptable suspension as well. So it is both plush luxury and competent, very competent handling.
0: Okay, so is that adjustable air suspension, like you can change the ride height and all that kind of stuff? You can do an amount of it. You can certainly
1: pick various styles of driving from comfort to sport, uh, and, you know, that's that's sort of typical uh, choices that you're getting in a lot of cars these days, uh, and this one uh, certainly has it and has it in spades.
0: Yeah, now you, you mentioned it weighs 2.2 tonnes, which is, you know, pretty typical for a massive SUV, mm. but... Um, have they just got, you know, the engine out of the standard Q7 and just, you know, tweaked the uh, engine management computer a bit, or have they, have they done something a bit special? Let me say to match the S. Yes, is S for special, uh, or, yes. or, or S for you know, silly.
1: Uh, <laughs> S for a sport, as in putting a wing on it or flared guard. No, let me give you one figure: not to one hundred kilometres an hour in four point nine seconds. Wow. So under five seconds, you remember the old things like the Subaru, when we drove it a few years ago, was doing about 5.5 seconds. The Subaru WRX, very sporty car. Here's a huge big SUV under five seconds. Now, how does it do it? A, a V8 diesel engine of four-litre capacity, 320 kilowatts. That's oh, sorry,
0: David, did you say diesel? Yes, I just just wanted to get... I'm still getting my head around that, but yeah.
1: Well, you you think of a diesel engine now, and you're thinking of pushing a big car. It just has both a huge, you know, a very high amount of horsepower, 320, about three times a Corolla's horsepower, but it has 900 newton metres of torque. Right. That's so it's, about
0: got, it's got three, three collars in the power department and mm. about 10, 10 in the torque department.
1: Well, no, probably nearer <laughs> seven or eight, but yes, yeah, it, it would certainly... And the torque comes in between about 1,000 revs at its maximum, which is barely above idle, to 3,250. Uh, so it's pretty good. Now, to help de long and to achieve those figures, it has... Not one, not two, but three turbochargers. But David, you
0: can, you can never have enough turbochargers.
1: <laughs> when three turbochargers is not nearly enough. When what is it? When too many turbochargers is not enough. Now, two of them do the normal sort of thing in in sequence, uh, but the third one is an electric one, and its main function is to give a uh, remove turbo lag. So we know with the turbo that it takes a little bit of time to wind up. Because it's working off the exhaust, the the pressure of the exhaust fumes going past the bl- yeah. the, the turbo uh, blade, and that yeah. was power it up. So it's, it tends to be a little slow. So this gives you a burst of energy, electri- electrical powered compression of energy, so that you don't get turbo lag.
0: Wow! So it's 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 not quite a. Well, it's not really a supercharger, is it? It's it's more of a, an electrocharger.
1: Well, yeah, it works like a supercharger in the sense that it compresses the air going into the engine, mm. uh, but it doesn't drag on the engine unless you need it, and that's mm. the problem with the supercharger. It's constantly being driven off a belt, off the uh, the, the um, main part of the engine, the crank okay, of the engine.
0: So it's not, it's not drawing off the, the crankshaft or, or off the exhaust gases, but it must be drawn off the battery, surely. Well, well the other battery. All right um, oh, of course, so it's okay. got three turbo three turbo and how many batteries?
1: Well, it's got two batteries because both the handling system and this extra turbo charge uh run off a forty eight volt electrical architecture
0: right well the the industry's been talking for years about forty eight volt systems. So it's, it's, about, it's about time they did it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I asked, Audi if this was a, a portent of uh, things to come for a 48-volt system throughout the car. It's not. It is a separate system. It still has the standard 12-volt, and that 12-volt system powers up through, you know, a, what is it converts it to DC or something or other, and you can see I'm very technical here, mm. and, and makes a separate 48-volt battery and, and therefore the system. So, it's not uh, going to say that the whole systems are going to be 48 tomorrow, but you'd have to think that in the the future, whether we don't need to really up it, and do we need two separate systems like this. By the way, the electric compressor uses up to seven kilowatts of power just to spin it up quickly.
0: Wow. I'm guessing a fair amount of that would sort of go back into the engine power output at the wheel, so can't complain.
1: Well, indirectly, you know. Yeah, indirect,
0: it, obviously, yeah. Uh, mm.
1: But, uh, yeah, certainly. But it also does it immediately, and that's the point. You mm. get rid of turbo lag. Mm.
0: Now, now, David, uh, I've, I've seen a Q7, mm. and it's frankly not that a very exciting vehicle. No. It's not, not a bad-looking vehicle, but it's not exciting. It and does. They whacked, whacked an S in front of the name. Mm-hmm. So have they whacked an S in front of the the looks?
1: No. No. No, I don't. I, not not really. No, it's got. You can get uh, standard wheels at twenty inches, which is enormous. But it, and it even goes up to twenty one or twenty two inches for the wheels. So yeah, you know, mm. they look a bit special. But it doesn't push the envelope in design of SUVs vehicles, and that's hard to do. But I've got to say, it clearly doesn't. It, it's not one that looks outstanding I think actually the best looking SUV like that is the Range Rover it's just got that sort of bull nose square look at it without being boring and or mm. just just heavy-handed I just mm. think it looks rather good mm. Mm.
0: and uh, what about the interior what about if they it? If they if they sport, <laughs> if they sported that up was it much more much
1: less. Oh gee I don't know did I look now as a as a matter of fact full of electronics no question the other thing I love it's got the air vent in the front goes all the way across the dash and I I think it's fantastic and you don't so have so how, do
0: you, how do you adjust it
1: Well, the usual ways with you know knobs and and buttons and things, but uh, oh,
0: okay. I mean, but I mean, can you change the direction of it? it it it. Cross another touch.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I guess it doesn't have quite the. Uh, focused ones that you get from small ones, but I don't like it rushing out in a very cont- uh, tight, contrived area, so I quite like it. It reminded me, actually, of the old type which used to have a sort of fairly wide one, but this one seems to go all the way across. And, and as I say, full of electronics. You can change the, the dash in front of the driver to three different ones, and, yeah, you know, it's 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 an a, you know, electronic dream.
0: Mm, mm. So, uh, so all, all around you had a good time, and and it's and it's a, and it's a for a, a four wheel drive with seven seats. It's pretty fun.
1: Uh, amazing! It is absolutely amazing. I went around one corner that took my mind back to 1999 when Hyundai launched the grandiose generally known as the Azira in other places. It was Hyundai's first effort at a luxury car. Uh, they'd like to consider it being opulent. Uh, um, I went round this corner on the launch of it back in 1999. It actually came out into Australia before it got into the US, but of course it was in Japan before that. Oh, Korea too. Um, the point was that there was this sweeping slightly downhill left corner. I wasn't going crazy 17 years ago, but I went round that corner and I felt it wallow just a little bit, and I thought this car, you know, it was nice compared to other things at the time, certainly for the price, but it still had some way to go. I went round in this much bigger, heavier, SUV, the, uh, the Hyundai, by the way, weighed about 1.5 uh, tonnes. Yeah, the, and would have,
0: had, would have had a much lower centre of gravity too. Uh, yes. Compared yes. To, the, to the Audi, yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And uh, a, a half the horsepower and a third of the, the torque. But it didn't matter. It was much lighter. But I went round it didn't feel good. I went round in this and I thought the car industry has come a long way. That, <laughs> but it is totally aimed at driving on the bitumen. As if you, if you get a Range Rover, all the technology they will emphasise, or well, nearly all of it, will be about how it will cope brilliantly in off-road conditions. I don't think Audi even mentioned dirt roads uh, in their press material or their presentation to us.
0: <laughs> I think they're just being realistic. Let's face it. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, one. Yes.
1: Well, do you buy these things to do something off road or just to believe that you could?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's. A, I think it's in that. That one day, hmm. I'll, I'll. 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 One day, I'll drive it on a beach, where, where is where it's legally allowed, of course. Yeah, yeah. One day.
1: Yeah, well, they're pretty low profile tires, I'm not sure that you'd even want to do that. But and, and I don't. I don't think you will see an Audi ad with it driving along the beach and spraying water as it went you know goes through the wash of the waves uh, mm. I don't I don't think that's going to happen at all mm.
0: yeah but but if you do get stuck on a on a dirt track you you're more likely to get out of trouble with this I imagine
1: <laughs> yeah and with a with a high degree of comfort uh, compared to well the other ones I mean the Range Rover is still very comfortable and I'm not saying that but but really you will drive to the uh, bed and breakfast, and stop there and look over the lookout rather than necessarily driving into the wild blue yonder. Yeah, yes,
0: yes. But but you'll but you'll get there. You'll get to that bed and breakfast very quickly <laughs> if you want it, because <laughs> <laughs> it's got that little red S in the front, which makes <laughs> it go quicker.
1: <laughs> Listen, mate, we better talk about some quirky news after this. We'll get Brian on the line. All right, all right. Good idea. <laughs> see you soon. Bye. See, see ya.